what we're talking about is a really a fundamental way thinking change, a fundamental change of thinking that's got to underline all relationship growth and development. And when you get this one right, sometimes it's all you need to do. That's correct. We're thinking outside the box. Interesting last night because I was talking to somebody who's who I believe has some has some uh, some marital challenges coming up there. Um, you know, they've just got new kids and that sort of stuff. If they happen to start going the wrong way, you know, and there's always a chance in this world, there's always a chance that really good marriages, really good relationships, really good families can destroy themselves. That's a really really good chance now. And the really good chance is because most people don't have. Um, the strategies for dealing with this stuff. And I believe if they have the strategies, if they know what they're doing and do it differently, then they get a different result. And I'm just wondering, have you noticed that happening with people? Well, certainly. I mean, that's that's all. That's certainly part of it. It's um, You can see that in a lot of relationships where people just don't have that... They, when something goes wrong, they just don't know what to do and... and I think you know, it's like when you get frustrated with something and you don't know what to do about it, it makes you even more frustrated. Then the energy is even worse and the conflict gets worse. Well, it just starts going down. Yeah. Okay. The strategy I would like to talk about today is um, using your intuition. Which is good. But, it's, but I've said to you lots of times, how do you, how do you use your intuition? How do you learn how to use your intuition? Well, that's, that's a great question and it really is a good question because that's the thing. Everybody says what they've got. They've got these wonderful strategies. And before I go on to that, I have been looking up on relationships a lot and I've, I've seen that since, since 1975 at least, there's been so much research go on, so many hundreds of thousands and millions and billions of dollars being put into it. And, you know, the results are just the same. That we still get 50, up to 50%, around 50% of all relationships, including married and non-married relationships, we still get them all breaking down, which which I think is ridiculous. I think it's because it's so, it's so damn destructive. Well, it is. It's, it's, um, it, it's destructive in all areas, really, when you mm. think about it. So what was the research about? Well, everybody out there has this have these things you've got to do. I, I read, looked one the other day, they said the main thing is you've got to have respect for each other, and that's good. And there's other ones that say um, the main thing you've got to do is, is talk about your issues, which is good, and you do. And you do have to talk about this stuff. Without communication, you've got nowhere to go. And then people talk about how um, you know, the behaviours people go to to start throwing, throwing, throwing their relationship away, and, and, it's, and it's so often that you know, perfectly, perfectly good relationships suddenly go down the tube and you know um and i look at some really people get together who've had really tough times they seem to get through and people get together with golden spoons in their mouths and and they they break up so it seems to be random but it's not so you're saying that that people are doing research on relationships and what they've come up with uh, these are things that make relationships work and these are things that yep. destroy a relationship. There's a whole lot of those things and I'm pretty sure that some of those things work. But I think they miss the essence of a relationship. Or is it that they they might get the, okay, this is going to work in a relationship, they get those um, positive aspects of a relationship 
but all they do is tell you what works. They don't tell you how to achieve. And they do tell you what works, but they. But you're quite right, and and you know you can't really be told how. You've got to experience the how. So it's really going back to your initial point in saying that if you don't have the correct strategies or you don't have the strategies that support the relationship yep. to actually work, then you might know them, but the relationship's not going to work anyway. That's, that's absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. And I'd like to go one step further and say, if a person's going to have a relationship which works, they've got to get beneath the strategies because the strategies themselves have to work. But we've got to get even below that because what I've noticed is that all these researchers, every one of them, none of them talks about the spirit that is you. None of them talks about the spirit of people in there. They look on that as being um, something you're not supposed to even connect with because it doesn't make logical sense. It's not scientific in that science cannot measure it, cannot really observe it or measure it. We can observe it, of course, but they can't, they can't measure it. So nobody really knows what it is. Nobody really knows how to scientifically handle this thing called love or in love. I reckon that's where it goes down because when when you're in an intimate relationship like we are, you're definitely going to have some huge difficulties and the biggest difficulties in your life are going to come up in this relationship. And if this relationship cannot handle these difficulties, then you and I are kaput and we almost have been, of course. But, um, yeah, luckily we, we were able to agree on one thing. We were able to agree to go into our own personal development and help each other do our personal development when we got together. But it was very spiritual, if you, if you recall. Mm. So, so the, the big thing around it is that um, people don't understand. and it, it's, just like, it's just amazing when I think about the whole lack of understanding about the human person anyway, and you're talking about the spirit you know that that who you really are, the essence of. It. So, it, it's in the too hard basket. So it's easier to say, this is what you need to do, regardless of who you are. Yeah. And regardless of what, what sort of person your um, partner is, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I'll be honest. As you're talking, then I'm very, very disappointed in the lack of research around this because no one seems to look at it except some really, really spiritual people and. Sometimes their spirit's just way over the top because, yeah, a spirit's got to support us in our life, but it can't be the be-all and end-all. And so it's not one or the other, as both things have to combine, and we have to be able to scientifically... You will use the science because the science has a lot to offer. You know, psychology has certainly offered me an awful lot in my life and has brought a lot into it. But what about this? You've got to bring this spirit stuff in because this spirit stuff, and this is intuition. This is... It's accessing the intuition, which is the part we've been told, forget about it. It's just a distraction. It doesn't, there's no scientific relevance to it, so don't worry about it. That's the notion we've got. That's by academics. That's by academics. It's also by the education system and it's by a school system and it's, and it's by all the people who are doing research and all the... I see a lot of counsellors. Most counsellors aren't looking at spirit because they're not game to because they think it's, you know, hooroo-guru, you know, spooky stuff. But I think we've got to bring in the high-level weird stuff. That's the spirit, the high-level weird stuff, because that high-level weird stuff, I think, is the key to having a good life. And it's not just in relationships. It's in everything. The value of relationships, the value of the relationships are going to bring up the deepest, darkest, 
worst, most difficult to to deal with um, challenges you've got in your life, which is bad because it brings them up because we don't like them, but good because it gives us a chance to deal with them. And and they'll the bad part is that people don't know how to deal with them, but if they know how to deal with them and get through that really dark point yep. and know that the dark point is mm. just a, an evolutionary process within their growth anyway and push through it, then it becomes a, a good thing that those things are brought up because they're the things that are going to hold you back in all areas of your yeah. life. Now, do you recall a time when you didn't think we'd make it? Yep. So do I. Mm. What? So what do we do? Well, I think, I'm just trying to think exactly. We, there were probably a lot of things that we did. I mean, we did a mm. lot of in-searching within ourselves. We did, we communicated about it. Well, I suppose I did look, you know, did reading about different aspects of relationships too and, and aspects about personal, my own personal development. So, you know, there were there were different avenues that I I think that I took and I'm, I know that you took too, so... I remember doing one thing and one that I decided, nope, I am not going that way again. I am not going through that again. I'm going to do anything to make sure it doesn't happen. Okay. And I knew then, because you were so damn stubborn and hopeless and hard to get through. Of course. I knew then there's no way in the world I could change you, but I knew I could change me. So I resolved to do that. And Uh what I did... And that's when I decided, because suddenly, you know, remember we we got a, um, did that course in tarot. One thing I learned in that course was there is a logic, there is a structure to this spiritual stuff. Mm-hmm. There really is a logic, in it, and there is a thing that makes sense. And I also learned then that that um, what happens is when you pick see the cards, what every person saw in each card was different. Mm. And I realised that it was different for them because every one of us had different issues going for ourselves. Yeah, everyone brings in different aspects. And I think that's, yeah, I mean, we're not talking about tarot at the moment, but certainly I think with tarot it's not about looking at a card and and the card has specific things in it that give you a message. It's about looking at the card and what is Mm. the message that you get out of it. That's right. And, Mm. And that's the secret to handling the spirit because... The thing is, the spirit does not have to make common logical sense. And in fact, a lot of the times when you absolutely access the spirit, it doesn't make any sense at all. And you think, what the heck's going on here? But, and here's my way for handling the spirit, you've got to just allow it to have its way. And that can be really, really scary sometimes. Because I don't want to. I want it to be in control. But the more I'm in control, especially when things are going bad, when I'm in control, I'm not doing so well. I don't do so well. I've I've got to allow myself to go out of control for my spirit to actually do its thing, do its stuff, because it'll do it for me if I let it. Mm. It's interesting. While you're saying that, I just realised that when you when you connect with what's going on within you, regardless of how traumatic or even just, um, what's another word for it, you know, when it's not as traumatic, when it's upsetting, a challenge, that you can't quantify the actual expansiveness or how big that trauma is for you because whatever it is for you, 
is traumatic for you. I always remember, and I think I've said a few times that, I remember in a workshop and we were working with someone who'd been quite um, quite a sexual, well, abused sexually, It was, a, 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 and it wasn't that traumatic. And someone else who'd had a, a, not, not a similar experience but another abuse and they, one person said to the other, oh, but yours was much worse than mine. I remember that, yeah. And, and I've just realised that when it comes to spirit and intuition, you have to pick up from where you're at and not compare it to someone else and quantify that that becomes scientific doesn't it when you quantify when that tr- yeah. your your abuse mm. or your situation mm. or your challenge is a lot worse than mine so why am i worried about you know i shouldn't even be worried mm. about why this is affecting me mm. yeah. but if but intuitively we know that there's something wrong that we need to go with it regardless of how bad or not bad we yeah. think it is and look let's just demonstrate something this intuition stuff is really hard to explain because mm. you know although that was really hard to explain if i try and look at it logically but if i feel it intuitively it makes perfect sense what you said but i've got to feel it i've got to allow it to i've got to allow it to to be there because well, you, do you ex- it's not just feel it's accepting that it's there it's right. accepting it's mm. there and it's allowing it to be there and because it can do my thing. But I do remember, and, and I've often thought, that particular case, I often thought, yeah, somebody can just be flashed at, and that can be a more traumatic experience than somebody is that, that, that um, is really seriously sexually abused. Mm. And, and it's, not, it's not saying one's worse than the other. It's just saying for that particular person, however it affected them is what's important. It's their unique experience, and that's the one you've got to hook into. Mm. Their the person's unique experience and your unique experience. And and what I find is the more I follow, the more I allow my intuitions to tell me what that was like, the better. If I was trying to logically work it out, I'm, I'm lost. Nothing happens. So in relation to relationships, what is it you're saying about intuition? Ah, thank you for getting back on that. Now I know why I like to talk with you on these things because you keep me on track. Um, in relation to relationships... Um, People try and make sense of relationships. They don't. If you have a look at it, even at the very beginning, our relationship never made sense. We were in love with each other, and I'm not going to go into it now, but that was not a common sense thing to do in our case. But we were, and and you couldn't fight it. I I I couldn't fight it. I couldn't fight it at all. So don't try and make common sense. Try and allow yourself to make intuitive sense of them, and there's a different logic that goes with intuition than that goes with with emotion. But if you try and if you try and put common sense onto a relationship, you'll never really work out anything properly. You'll just come up with a brick wall every time. You've got to look at it in its its own special emotional spiritual sense. Which is interesting in that you think about the start of any relationship. Why is it that you are attracted to a certain person to start with anyway? I know, it makes no sense. Mm. There'd be a hundred people in the room and suddenly you just catch each other's eye and you, and you just know. You just know and you think, my God, what the hell's going on here? This is, no, no, this is not right. It might not be right morally. It might not be right, right on 
as far as our life goes now, but hey, there's a greater force going on here. What it is, I don't know, but it's there. And that's probably, I'm thinking probably in relationships that are more long-term relationships, you know, that connection. I mean, there's always going to be a connection. Oh, no, I suppose it doesn't matter, doesn't it? Even with a connection with someone, just a fleeting connection. And I'm thinking perhaps even, you know, in an, in an affair, that's just a fleeting affair. You know, you go away for the weekend and you meet up with someone and you get attracted to them, but it's not a... I mean, even then, why do you get attracted to that person? I know. But it, but I'm thinking long term, yeah, that, you know, mm. and the whole falling in love and being in love with someone, it's a really, yeah, why? Exactly, because it makes no logical sense. But, hey, without it, we can't go forward. Mm. We can't go forward. So there's a, there's a very deep, profound spiritual experience is this thing called relationship. So if you have a problem in a relationship or if you have a challenge and you can't deal with it, it's a profound spiritual experience you're stuck on and we've got to find a way around doing it. It's not that you've got the wrong person. It's not that you're in the wrong relationship. You're not, you never should have done this. It's okay. Here we are. We've successfully got our relationship to this point where we're stuck. Now what do we do? And we've got to do something differently because that's what you and I did. Mm. And it was so, so different. And if I do recall... I resisted. I resisted. You were the one that made us do it. I wasn't going to do it. Well, we it's, yeah, it, it's it's challenging. I mean, there were times that I resisted too, but it, it certainly mm. is challenging. And I'm just thinking further to that, which is an important aspect of relationships too. Why is it that sometimes we are repelled by people that we don't really know? There's something. Yeah. So it's the attraction part, but then there's an attraction in, in that, in attraction yeah. or whatever the right well, word. Well, that, that's right. We are sometimes attracted to what we, because that's mm. what we need to deal with. Because I believe that in a relationship, the problems that come up, the challenges that come up, are what we most need to deal with right now. We're going to, need to get unstuck at this point, and that will release us for going further forward. So, in the in the upcoming episodes that we're actually going to be talking more about the strategies and, and exploring the strategies that people can use in a relationship to help them get through those times yeah. when you feel like it's hopeless, you feel like you want to run, you're just feeling like you're out of your depth. Yep, yep, and we are. And I'm going to be trying, or I think we are both going to be trying not to sort of tell people what to do, but how you have the experience that you need to have. Well, not yes, not. I didn't mean what to do. I just mean no, no. I know you didn't. I know, but everybody says what to do because I know what to do. Everyone tells me, "Oh, there's heaps of research." That's you got back before. That's what the research is all saying. This is what you do. No, sorry. How do you do it? How do you actually do it? That's Mm. what people need to know. That's what we all need to know. That's what we need to know. And all I know is, boy. uh, And another time we'll 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 deal with it, but. Sometimes when you really get stuck, when you really can't go forward and you know there's no hope, that's the point you're about to break through. And that's when the transition happens. In future episodes, we're going to be talking about how to get through those terrible times when everything's super hard. And even when everything seems absolutely hopeless, how we go through it. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I really do like talking with you about this and when I make these things myself I don't know I I get off track 
about you to keep me on track. And I guess that's because our relationship in this life is working very well. It's really popping along nicely. Just mm. as well. Very Just good. as well. Absolutely. Very good. Very good. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very you much. Thank you for listening. Yeah.